What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 27 of the Bantam Golf Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm back to podcasting. I honestly kind of missed it. It's been about maybe almost two months. It was right before the Ryder Cup started. So no, it's been longer than that. I think the captain's picks were at the end of August. And then we had a whole month before the Ryder Cup. Does that sound right? I think it was. So uh, it's been it's been a while. So I apologize. Want to talk about that a little bit today. Want to talk about the Ryder Cup. Want to talk about a few dumb things in golf that I've noticed over the last couple of weeks. And really, Bantam's future, where I'm headed, where this thing's headed, what what do we want to do? What's next? And I guess I want to start by saying I disappeared for a little bit because I was having this uh, mental battle with the account and the merchandise and the Instagram. And I just, I didn't know really what to do, I guess, for lack of a better description. I started, you know, the account five years ago as Blitzkrieg Golf, named after the Ramones song, Blitzkrieg Bop. And the whole point of it was to add a music component to golf and Instagram and just do something different that's already been done. And the name came up for, uh, I guess, came under a little scrutiny if if I said that correctly in 2020 when everybody was offended by everything and some people were offended by the name and I would get messages probably one a day for a good six months that were like, pretty negative about um, where the name came from, which was World War II and the Germans. And I got it and I felt bad. It just didn't really, as my buddy Jeff said, he's like, it doesn't really suit your personality knowing you, like it doesn't make a lot of sense. And and I agreed, it, it didn't fit, I guess what I was trying to do. And that word is, it's a very strong, ugly looking word. But for me, a lot of it had to do with that punk rock Ramones feel that really the name and the logo with the two fingers, the rock and roll symbol, like it just, it all made sense to me and I could explain it in a way. And I didn't think it was offensive, but you know, the last thing you want to do is, is offend people. So I changed it in 2020 to Bantam and here we are. And so I've really struggled with making more merch and does the name fit the logo and do people like it? And what exactly is this? You know, I sat down with a girl that runs a marketing agency and she was like, what is this? And I was like, well, it is, uh, I can't answer that, which is never good if you have a product or a business or that kind of thing. So I've been really going back and forth. Okay. Do we, do we want to keep going? Do I want to make my own content? Uh, you know, Instagram really switched to reels a couple years ago. So I panicked because I was doing a lot of photo stuff and getting really creative on that end and trying to learn how to how to shoot photos. And then reels became this big thing and I panicked. And so now we've just sort of been kind of posting and reposting and trying to come up with some unique things. But I think moving forward, I really start want to start creating my own content, want to put my face in some things, want to come up with some new merch and really lean into the old logo. I thought that I wanted to get rid of it. It was one of those things where I was going, okay, it doesn't really fit the name, but I think it does. You know, nobody really knows what Bantam means. Some people say, is it is it Batman? I mean, maybe I should change it to Batman Golf. I'm not going to do that. That's a joke. But I can explain it. You know, it was Ben Hogan's nickname. They called him Bantam Ben because he was a small guy. He was feisty. He was a little shorter than me. I'm not super tall. Um, I'm a five 
foot nine inch king. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them uh, short kings, as they say on the internets. But I digress. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to keep the podcast going. We're just going to start. I want to start creating more more merch. I've got all these ideas in my head. I'm going to try to teach myself how to design some things. Um, I've had two people work on some things, and and they both they they look great. They've done a good job, but it's just not not sure if it's the direction I, w- I want to move forward. I was going to completely rebrand everything, which is why I've tried to unload so much merch in the last couple of months. But I think you know the more I talk to people and the more that I get out into the world, it seems that people really, really, really respond and like the, sorry, I did adjust my headphones, that people really like the logo. You know, I met with another guy who runs two very successful clothing companies. And he said, man, I love the logo. I don't think you need to do anything with it. So maybe it evolves into some things. And if there's some designers out there listening to me, Maybe you can point me in a direction. Uh, I really want to find someone that's excited to work on this. I think I've talked to a few designers and it feels more like and it is. You're paying them to help you do this. But man, it'd be cool to find somebody that's super stoked and excited to do it with me. So who knows? Um, but that's kind of the that's the broad idea of what I want to do. I want to create content. I want to create some more merch. I want to focus on a few like four to six pieces of things that people really gravitate towards and then do some some drops kind of like a sugar loaf or Malbin does golly two drops a day now so maybe not like Malbin because I don't have that kind of funding behind me and that's no disrespect to Malbin they do an amazing job and I love all their stuff I usually buy something from one of these drops every every couple of days but um, I think we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep doing the podcast. It's time to get some guests on here. I've been talking about that for almost a year. It's time to turn the Instagram into something. It might be time to focus on TikTok. So we're here to stay. I feel good about it. I feel energized. It was nice to have a little time off from really posting and stressing myself out to get a podcast up because I feel like the only way to make something like this successful. And I saw that in the way that I approached Instagram and and Twitter to some degree, or X, excuse me, is just to be disciplined in how you do things. And I think that pays off with your mental mindset. I think it pays off with, you know, growing anything you want to do is just, hey, be disciplined. You know, and I tried my hardest to do the podcast every Wednesday night, or every Tuesday night so that one would come out on Wednesday. And I think we'll probably get back to that format, just staying consistent, staying disciplined. And I really do, I want to hear from people. I want to hear what what kind of things do you like to wear? What kind of things do you like to see? Do you like the logo? Is there something that the name, you know, the name and the logo make you feel? I just, I want to create something special. And that's what I've wanted to do since day one is to make this, is to make this special and you know I want it to be inclusive I want people to be excited about it and whether that's merch whether that's a podcast whether that's something I post you know I've never wanted to and that was a big reason to change the name is like man if the old name if you're offended by it and it's making you sad and it's making you feel some sort of way that's not why I exist as a human being and not to get super uh, philosophical is not the word but not to get into my psyche, but it's like, man, I just want to bring joy to people's lives. 
you know, and that's it. Whether it's through Instagram or a podcast or marketing or just meeting people and playing golf with people, you know, I just, I want to spread that. And that's where this is headed. So thank you for letting me dump my bucket in the first couple minutes of this podcast and just kind of explain where I've been. I've just been going back and forth like, okay, is it worth it? Do we need to continue doing this? Do we need a new logo? If we rebrand, are people going to dig it? But I truly believe the logo is right. The rock and roll fingers make sense. People seem to know what it is, uh, you know, in the golf space and people are buying merch. So that's super cool. So we'll just continue to evolve and use that and use the name. I thought about changing the name. I don't want to tell you what I thought about in case you steal it. So I'm going to keep that to myself, but let's move on to the other things I want to discuss. Uh, Number one, let's talk about the Ryder cup real quick. What a complete disaster, right? We kind of knew it when we talked about the captain's picks and, hey, it could go this way or that way, and they were pretty interesting. Some Obviously, some golfers had better years than some of the guys that made the team, and that really blew up in Zach Johnson's face. I think he did a terrible job pretty much with everything. We'll be one of the worst Ryder Cup captains ever when it's all said and done. And I, I'm not like a Zach Johnson guy, so I feel I don't feel bad saying that. Everyone seems to love him. He seems like a nice guy, but man, what a complete disaster. We actually, we were in Italy for two weeks. We landed in Rome Saturday morning. I thought about going on Sunday, but Friday was such a disaster that I I said, no, I was like, my wife was like, if you want to go on Sunday, feel free to take the car. We rented a car, a Opal Astro SW, which I kind of miss her. She didn't have a name. She was just the stay. Oh no, actually she did. She was the family truckster. If you know that reference, you're awesome. Um, and my wife was like, Hey, you're welcome to go on Sunday if you want to go. And I didn't go. Cause I was like, no, that's kind of us is getting their asses kicked. It's almost 90 degrees and I don't feel like going and having a few beers and then driving back. So I bailed and said, no, I didn't even have tickets, but I'm sure I could have gotten some. It looked like a fun event. And I had a buddy today that asked me, he was like, man, was like Rome buzzing with all the golfers being in town and it being the Ryder cup. And I was like, no dude, like nobody, it wasn't on any TVs. Nobody was really talking about it. Not that I speak Italian, but you could just tell, um, unless you were like there for it, I don't think golf is really a thing in Italy. Uh, maybe it will be after this, if people went and enjoyed it and it looked like they had good crowds, but of course they are, it's a Ryder cup. So they're going to have good crowds. The fans are going to be rowdy. I thought the Europeans did an incredible job as they always do when it's in Europe. Um, the big difference is, and let's just get it. I'll get into this real quick. I didn't want to talk about it for too, too long, but I think the big difference between the Europeans and the U S is especially when it's over there, right? The Europeans prepare, they play in tournaments beforehand. They get together as a team. They, they, there's such a massive team component to how they prep for the Ryder cup. And that's even over here. We just tend to, you know, it just keeps going back and forth with like, Oh, they come over here, they get their asses kicked. We go over there, we get their asses kicked. But if the, the air, about, did I say that right? The, the, the U S team had an air about them. I feel like that sounds weird. You know what I'm trying to say that they just didn't really care. Right. They didn't, they didn't really, they didn't practice. They didn't play beforehand. They just have this 
attitude when they go to Europe, which is like, oh, we don't care. Like, we don't care if they win, you know? Like, oh, yeah, well, that they won because they are obsessed with it and blah, 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 and it's not really our thing. And it just, and it's kind of embarrassing and it pisses me off, right? Because, like, we shouldn't have that attitude. Like, we should go over there. Like, when we see them getting fired up and, and doing all these things and framing Seve's jersey and putting it in the locker room, like figure out a way to get yourself fired up to play in one of the greatest tournaments in the entire world. One of the like in, in all sports, right? Like this this thing is elevated. It's it's just become this amazing, amazing thing to watch because the fans are so into it. You know, there's no other golf tournaments like this. Like everybody's fired up. There's, there's shit talking. There's fist pumping. It's loud. It just, it's such a neat event. And to go over there with this attitude of, we don't really care what happens. We're just excited to be here. Kind of blah, blah, blah. It just, they just seem like dead upon arrival. You know what I'm saying? So my hope for them would be when they do go to Ireland in four years, like, come on guys, like have the right captain have have the guy and maybe it's well i think they're saying tiger might be in two years but if it's tiger if it's whoever like find somebody that gets you guys fired up if you read those old stories from like the 70s with the palmer and hogan's and all this stuff man it was they were like they were on each other like if you went out there and you played like shit like somebody was in your face right we don't have any of that and maybe that's just more of a comment on society right now. Cause like 20, 20 year old, you know, golfers fresh out of college, just not giving a care. I mean, they're not, that's not what they are. And I didn't mean to say that not putting all 20 year olds or millennials or whatever you want to call them in the, in, in the same category. Cause I'm, I'm going to say I'm close enough to that age, but like, there's just like an, I don't care attitude and I don't like it. Um, so I'm just going to stop right there with the Ryder cup. So next thing I want to talk about in, in the news, and we'll keep this one. Let's go on for another five to seven minutes just because it's been a month and a half, right? A lot's happening. Uh, we have, we've had two consecutive live events the past two weeks. One was last week, which I think they were crowning an individual live champion. I could get that wrong. That may be wrong because I thought the whole end of season thing was last week. And I think Taylor Gooch won or Brooks Kepka won, or Dustin Johnson won, but one of the, somebody won last week, and they won a big fat ring, and Greg Norman got down on his knees and gave it to Taylor Gooch. I think it was Taylor Gooch. I feel like that dude is playing great golf, and he's a great golfer. And all those guys, I really do enjoy watching those guys, especially in the majors. I don't watch Liv. I actually don't watch the PGA Tour anymore after all this bullshit, which is really sad because I kind of miss watching it. Still kind of pay attention to it, but I just don't sit down on a Sunday and spend like three or four hours, like watching the shots and commenting on Twitter and seeing what no laying up says, like, I just don't do that anymore. And that's kind of sad. And I think that just has more to do with, uh, the sport washing when you have some of the best players in the world on over at live. And then some on the PGA tour, just like, who cares? You know, I'm over the live hate. So when I talk about them, I'm not, I would talk about the PGA tour in the same way. I'm just kind of like over I'm over the feud. You haven't really heard anything about it in a while. Greg Norman spoke for the first time and he was talking about how it's bigger than ever and and they're continuing to blow up and he sees, you know, 
nothing but a bright future for Liv, which he has to say. He's kind of been quiet for the last couple months, so he's got to say that stuff. Bubba Watson comes out and says, there's 10 people that are interested in buying the range goats. Or 10 groups or something. I mean, what? No, there's not. Give me a break. Nobody is trying to buy the range goats. That You cannot stick a dollar amount on any of these dumbass teams that are playing in live golf. You just, you can't. Nobody's trying to buy, what are the other team names? Smash Golf Club and and the and uh, uh, the cliques maybe is that one? I think nobody's trying to buy them, you know. And the other funny part about all this is, is that now there's this Tiger Woods Rory Golf League that's happening indoors, and they all have dumb team names too. So like, why couldn't we have just left it alone? Like, did you have Tiger? Like, did you have to go? You and Rory have to go and create some competitor that plays indoors that has dumb team names. And I don't know. I can't keep up. I'm not going to watch that either. Like, it just sounds ridiculous. I don't enjoy Top Golf, which I think I've decided I want to do a podcast about why I, exactly I don't enjoy Top Golf and why I think it's stupid. And I'm really sorry because I know. A lot of influencers get paid by Top Golf to come out and pretend like they're having so much fun. But I'm not going to play PXG clubs and I'm not going to bend the knee to Top Golf. I'm very sorry to both of you. I mean, unless you pay me like live type money. That's a joke. Um, we got to stand for something. So those two things no PXG, no Top Golf, and I hate lettuce. So those are the three things that I'm standing for, okay? So don't come at me with any of them because you're not going to, you're not going to change my opinion. Uh, just kidding. You might with money, but so that tiger woods TGL, I think it's called or something. That's give me a break, man. Like I love tiger, but like, what are you doing, bro? Don't like you've, uh, I don't eat the jokes write themselves, right? Like it's just, it's just a joke, all of it. And now we've got the live team championship thing that's happening this week. I can't keep up. I thought they were done, but apparently they're in Miami and uh, having a bunch of, you know, having a bunch of parties. I don't know. It's just all of it is just so cheesy. Like golf doesn't need this. You know, people keep talking about growing the game, doing all this. We have to grow the game. Oh, is Phil Mickelson growing the game? Like, uh, I'm so over it. I don't care who's growing the game. We need to slow the game. There's an account called Drink the Game on Instagram that's hilarious, and they just post whatever. But like, I feel like we've reached this point in golf where it's like, like people aren't playing to like. I, I feel like we have more people playing just for content than are actually playing because they enjoy it. Right? Like you have all. These people trying to get videos of people doing dumb stuff, destroying greens, um, you know, doing trick shots, throwing shit off at Top Golf. I don't know. I'm so tired of it. It's exhausting. You've got the uh, what's those dudes? The Country Club of Jason, and they're all comedians, and they do some pretty funny stuff. But like, we don't need a hundred different groups doing that stuff. And maybe I'm being a little. Maybe I sound like an old man type get off my lawn type stuff, but it's just, we've just reached this insanity where it's like now Travis Scott releases a shoe this week and it, and they're going on the secondary market for I think 1200 to 1500 bucks for a Chinese made golf shoe, right? 
where the logos are backwards and they're great looking shoes. And I really wanted a pair and I signed up for like 10 different raffles and didn't get them. And then I tried to get them on sneakers and didn't get them. And I'm like kind of bummed about it because I really want to get them and wear them because honestly, uh, uh, Jordan ones are like some of the most comfortable shoes I think on the planet, they really, they fit my feet well. I like them. I'd like to play golf in them. I have a pair, but I haven't worn them yet because I don't want to ruin them because I'm weird. But I really do want these Travis Scott AJ1s, but I'm not going to go pay $600 per shoe. That's just idiotic. When like you don't wear them, like you wear them to play golf in. I'm not going to wear them like on a Friday night. I'd like literally want to play golf in them. So we're just like pricing people out. Like there's all these drops, there's new whatever it's just like the hype beast stuff in golf kind of needs to stop, you know? And then there's all these great debates about what people want to wear on the golf. You want to wear a t-shirt on the golf course? Like that's fine. Go wear a t-shirt, go play somewhere where you can wear a t-shirt. That's great. Doesn't bother me at all. You want to go play Pine Valley in a t-shirt? No, go fuck yourself. Like I'm fine with all of it. Like I don't, but like we don't, everything does not have to be a big deal. Right. So that's kind of my old man get off my lawn speech that I just felt compelled because I was pissed I didn't get the Travis Scott shoes because now they're just on StockX for $1,200 and that just seems stupid. So uh, clearly Nike's best attempt to, to prevent people from reselling and give them to people that actually want to wear them will never work because the bots will always win or however. I don't know how people get these shoes. I didn't see one account I follow that actually got a pair that wasn't delivered, but I will say Nike's introduction drop, like how they did everything with, um, the, all the cactus Jack stuff was super cool. They had like a shoe bag and a, uh, reversal. I think it was a reversible head cover and a ball marker and some stickers, man, that was sick. Like that, the hype around that shoe was huge, which is why it's so expensive. I'm going to wait till they get down to two fifty or three fifty, and that could be a year, but I'll buy them then. I don't really care. So anyway, I'm done with my old man speech. All the lift stuff continues to happen. I think it's probably going on right now as I record this on a Saturday. Um, and will I be watching? No. Am I watching the Zozo? Nope. Not watching the Zozo either. I feel like golf is moving to this point where it's the majors and then it's kind of YouTube stuff, right? And I had this conversation with a buddy the other day because we're like, he's like, hey, man, do you watch, you know, people playing courses and stuff on YouTube. And I'm like, yeah, actually I do. I didn't and never thought I would, but I've started watching more of that content um, because it's interesting, right? You see it from a different perspective. You see somebody that's, Hey, this guy's kind of like me. Let's see how he does on this course. It's much more compelling than PGA and live. And I, that may infuriate some people, excuse me, but I feel like it's, it's, it's true for the way I view it. So that's all that I'm going to say about that. And I have, I had a couple other things to talk about, right? I think the other funny, oh, back to live. There was a note, there was a story today and I'm not a hater. I promise. I just, comedy's comedy and this just cracked me up. But one of the risk managers, I think he's like the VP at risk of like some big sports book or sports gambling thing in Vegas said that. They had live for the team event this this week had one there was only one ticket for somebody betting on one of the teams to win, which is honestly like the jokes write themselves. Like that's so sad. You know, like there's people spending all these money to throw all these tournaments and and all the constant live hype and oh my god, like 
whatever, like, you know, this is a big deal. This is this this is the season ending live tournament and they have one ticket. One. Uh the PGA tour champions. I think the same guy said they had like seventeen or twenty. <sighs> I know. It's like you just want lives like the I mean, maybe it's like the little engine that could, you know, maybe it makes it in the end, but it just doesn't seem like it's going the way that they want you to think that it's going. Because if people are interested, like they're people are gambling. Like gambling is everywhere. So if someone is interested in an event like that, like they're going to put money on it, right? So I don't know. Good luck to them if you're watching, if you like it. it. And I don't hate it. I like the golfers on there. I really do. I miss seeing Cam Smith. I miss seeing Brooks Kepka. Like those are two of my favorite. Those are two of my favorite guys. And like we never really got to know Taylor Gooch before we went over there. He was the up and comer. He was the guy people were excited about. And it's a bummer that we don't get to see him. And uh, I'm excited to listen to that Jake Paul interview with Brooks that came out on Friday, I believe, uh, where Brooks says, "Yeah, he left a hundred percent because of the money." He said, "You know, if he were to get an injury or something, and you know, he had a hundred million sitting in the bank account." then, you know, his family was set for a while. So, and that's a big deal. Like, as I stated earlier, yeah, I would, uh, I'd been the need to top golf for some money or PXG. So I need to maybe go back and erase those comments, but yeah, money's money. You know, you, you, once you get a little bit older and once you start having kids and you have a wife, like you want everything to, you know, like you do things for your family, right? Like you start off, you're a kid, you know, people are doing things for you. You get a little bit older, then you get selfish. And in your twenties, you're like, I'm doing it for me. I'm going to Europe for me. I'm drinking for me. I'm, you know, whatever. Like it's all about you. And then you get in your thirties and your forties and you're like, shit, man, I've got to, I need to start taking care of my family. Right. I've got responsibilities now, or at least that's how it should be. So like on one hand, good, good for those guys for going over there, you know, but where the money comes from is kind of a bummer. Again, you're not here to talk politics. I'm not here to talk politics. So we'll just keep that on the, uh, we'll keep, we're just not going to talk politics. So final thing I want to talk about, I think today is another Tiger Woods story that was in the news this week, which is Tiger and Justin Timberlake were trying to purchase this old theater in St. Andrews to put like some bar with a bunch of golf simulators and just junk in there and TVs, like a, basically a sports bar in St. Andrews, which is honestly the worst idea I've ever heard. Back to Tiger making some poor decisions, which we all do. I've made some terrible decisions in my life, but um, the people of St. Andrews are so angry about it. And there's all these petitions that are like, absolutely not. Like you are not opening it. You're not trashing. You're not bringing an American sports bar to St. Andrews because a, it's going to take away a lot of the traffic from some, some of these other places, but it's just going to be kind of a nuisance. And I agree. If you've been to St. Andrews, it is my favorite town, I guess, if you want to call it town city, it's probably on par with London for me. I love London, but like uh, St. Andrews is the most magical place. And it just, when you, when you get there, it just feels like a moment in time that doesn't exist anymore. Everything about that little town and so I get it. I kind of stand with them. And it's just funny to me that like someone like Tiger is like, and I love Tiger. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, if you follow my Instagram, you know, I love Tiger. Is it like he's arrogant enough to be like, Psh, here I come, I'm coming in, just going to put a bar here. Like you got, everybody's going to love it. But it's like, no, bro. Like, no, 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 no. As my one and a half year old says, like, that's not it, bro. Like 
no one wants that shit. So like leave that to New York, which they just opened that bar in New York, which looks dumb as hell too. I, I mean, who's get like, I don't know. I just have like, maybe it's the top golf thing. Like I, people go to top golf because they want to have some drinks, have some cheap, it's not even cheap, but have some like crap food, some nachos, hit a few balls, flirt with some girls. Like that's why you go to top golf, right? You're not going for the golf, but it's like, if you had to go to like a simulator bar or top golf, I mean, maybe I would pick top golf, I guess after just trashing them, but I'd rather just go to a bar. Like if I'm in my twenties and I'm trying to meet some chicks and I'm trying to drink some beers, I'm just going to go to a bar. I don't need to go to top golf and I don't need to go to a bar with simulators. Like it's just stupid. It really is. That's my personal opinion. So um, don't invest me. Don't invest me. Don't invest me. Don't ask me to invest in your golf bar with simulators. And there's they're popping up everywhere. You know, there's so much competition. Like how are they all sustainable, right? They can't be because you have to pay a certain amount to rent it for a little while. You got to pay for gear and other stuff. I don't know. Like bring back old bowling alleys, man. That's That's a date right there, right? Old school bowling alley, pitcher of beer, just disgusting shoes. Give me that. Give me that over these simulator bars. And that's all I got today, guys. Um, to reiterate, this will continue. We're going to keep chugging a lot. Chugging, trucking. I can't talk. I'm, I need my two o'clock coffee uh, as I record this Saturday during the Alabama-Tennessee game, which I started recording like an hour ago because I thought I could knock this out in like 30 minutes, but I stopped and started 15 times. I guess I'm a little rusty. So, um, yep, we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on doing our thing. We're going to start pumping out more podcasts. Got some good things coming up. I kind of want to do a podcast focused on golf and that term jumping the shark. So I think that'll come. That's more along the lines of what I discussed when I was talking about live and all this other stuff that people are trying to do and shrinking the game and that kind of thing. And it's, so I want to do a podcast on that. I recently, have had three separate putter fittings because I'm a maniac. Kind of want to talk about putting because I've become obsessed with putting and putting strokes and how to choose a putter. And I think I can really help some people. I want to talk about coaching. Uh, I want to do some coaching on the side for free. If you have a shit ass swing, I can help you and I'm happy to help you for free and it'll take 15 to 30 minutes. So that's another thing I want to get into. But um, thank, if you've stuck it out this long, thank you so much for, for doing that. And I'm happy to be back. And I'm happy. I'm happy. Hopefully you're happy. Hopefully everybody's happy. And apologies if I sounded like a grumpy old man. But some things just need to be said. So I love you all. I thank you for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Goodbye.